bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. Good afternoon, good morning, whenever you're listening to us. And welcome along to this week's Talkie United Yellow Army Herald Express Devon Live podcast. Dealing with uh, all things happening at Plainmore. Uh, there hasn't been a great deal happening at Playmore, David, for the last well, week or so. No, obviously we've had a, a hiatus in the season. The, um, FA, the FA Cup happened yeah, without us. An FA Cup-induced hiatus. Um, and well done to uh, quite a few of the National League teams who yep. prospered in the first round proper, including Maidstone United. Who, of course, they had a great result, didn't who, they? Who uh, got stuck into Cheltenham, mm. beat them 4-2 at Wadden Road on Saturday and will no doubt fancy themselves to come down to play more on Saturday and do the same thing to They will, and commiser- commiserations to Truro as well while we're yep. about it. played they very well. Gave a very good account of themselves. Yeah, at at yeah. Charlton, lost, was it 3-1 in the end mm. I think? But Plymouth and Exeter are both through. They are, and they've both got tricky away draws Away as well, draws, they? well there's a shock, they normally get drawn at home don't they? They Argyle do well if they, if they get through they'll get home, home to Liverpool well, you, or home to Manchester United. We're usually used to that aren't we, but not yeah. this time. It's well, the warm it's balls in the draw isn't yeah. it, <laughs> <laughs> enough of yeah. that. But at Talkie United we, uh, we've been looking, let's deal first with our latest acquisition <laughs> because having a player in the squad, and, and with great respect, we shouldn't just take the mickey out of somebody because of their name, but no. Jazzy Barnum Bob Correct. has joined us. Yeah, His nickname is slightly more... Dave, I understand. He's it known is. as Dave. Yeah, up at Newport, where he's uh, joined United from. I yeah. think it's interesting um, signing. He, he's, uh, by the way, I think he he may well play on Saturday yeah. against Maidstone, not least because uh, Ryan Higgins, who has been playing right wing back, uh, is away at the moment in in Liverpool on a, attending to a, a family matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and Barnum Bob is is a is a proper right wing back that appears to be his sort of almost number one position and it would at least enable Gary Owes to continue mm. with that formation three centre-halves two attacking wing-backs Liam Davis by the way is, is also back of course he was absent for the Hartlepool game he was attending to the birth uh, of his little baby daughter I think was and it congratulations, yeah, and to, congratulations uh, to him family. so yep. um, uh, he's got a boy and a girl now um, so he's back and been training so I, it, it wouldn't be a shock if he came in at left wing-back uh, Jennison and Mario Williams did quite well in the first half, I thought, in yeah. his place against yeah. Hartlepool. But they all did quite well in the first half. <laughs> <against Hartlepool. laughs> Good point. Um, so I think that's, and I think I get the impression talking to Gary Hours this week that the vast majority of the slots are filled in his mind, at least for Saturday yeah. against Maidstone. Maybe barring one, and I wouldn't be a hundred percent sure uh, uh, w- which that one is. Um, Rhys Murphy won't be fit. Um, That's which a blow, I, isn't it? I think it's, yeah. a, I think it's a blow. Because we I, still haven't seen the best from him. I, and I couldn't agree more. You're convinced there's a lot more to come from him, I Yes, think. I yeah. am. And uh, and I think he's got better and better in recent games. Um, but apparently his ankle injury will probably need another week. So yeah. it may be filed away before... Uh, AFC filed away before Murphy comes back in. Um, ours is still trying... To sign a striker, or yeah. still in the market for a striker, um, uh, I don't think probably. You know, I mean, let's face it; they are the hardest ones to sign, aren't they? They are. Uh, yeah, uh, blokes who are going to stick the ball in the net mm. on a regular basis. Most, most every a everybody's looking for them, 
and B, most of the good ones are already playing for other clubs at the moment. Of so course. it's a tough old job. And I can understand ours going, look, I can bring in somebody and stick number nine on his back. Well, probably not, because United have probably got somebody. Playing. No, is, is it Rory Keating? Number nine? No, it isn't. No, I'm not Keating, sure it is. is. Anyway. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, you can get somebody and do it. But is he the genuine article? No, that's, no. that's and, the, and yeah, I the think he does feel yeah. that, that, that Barn and Bob has come in and can can but do a real job. He's quite highly recommended, doesn't well, he? Played a lot I mean, of games. He, he played thirty-four games for Lincoln uh, for Newport last season. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's, that's it's not it's far off being season, an ever present, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. He hasn't had much football this year. Um, uh, I'm, I haven't been following the fortunes of Newport minutely, so not quite sure. What's what have, happened? What have there? you been doing yeah. all this time? <laughs> um, but uh, the reports are that he's had a couple of pretty good performances mm. in the Checker Trade Trophy, which is a competition that yes. United, of course, have still to make their bow in. Fingers crossed in the next couple right. of years. If, if only we could reach the dizzy heights of the Checker Trade yes, Trophy. Let's not go there. Our Exeter City friends have um, quite strong opinions about the Checker Trade they Trophy, do, don't they? Yeah. Um, so, uh, um, you know, I, I think you know he looks nailed on yeah. to come in there, and and presumably he and Ryan Higgins will have to scrap then scrap out the uh, yeah. that slot at right wing back. Um, he's here on loan till January the seventh. So there's plenty of time for him to come in yeah. and make his mark. A lot of games between now and then. As You're well, telling me, yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, and aren't they important ones mm. uh, for United? Because between now and then, they probably need to uh, uh, get some serious points. Well, they do need yeah. to get some serious yeah. points on the board, at least to get them into that pack yeah. of clubs that uh, I think we all feel will eventually fight out the relegation places. Uh, it's 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 a it's a really weird situation it's a, it's a strange league isn't it do you know the funny thing is when you talk to people I was talking to a chap on Monday night as well who's a talking United fan you talk to the fans and the fans are all saying I think we're going to be alright the fans who've seen them seen yeah. them play for the last two or three games and, and watched what Gary Hours and Martin Cool are trying to do are thinking I think this is going to be alright you know we just need to get to get in front and stay in front in yeah. a game and you just feel like things will click together. Don't I think you? as well, you know, ours has been stressing over and over again, and of course he's right, is that United do need to put at least a couple of decent runs together, mm. i.e. five, six games. And the draw at Halifax yeah. should have been a win, the win at Ebbsfleet, and then Hartlepool at home. Yeah. And I think everybody thought, yeah, okay, another result against Hartlepool, hopefully we beat them. All right, if you don't beat them a draw, that's three games together. Then you start to move on. And the defeat against Hartlepool, at the moment, in the position United are in, and in the mood that many real, proper, genuine fans are at the moment, every defeat feels like a disaster. It, it feels, does. It feels yeah. like a massive sort of slap back down. Every win feels like, yeah, that's more like it, OK. But the defeats are bigger in a way at the moment, and, yeah. it's, and it's an emotional sort of roller coaster that everybody's on at the moment. And I think ours and Martin Cool that they are trying to take United down the road, at least the players and the squad. Of look, we can't be caught up in all of this. It's almost like they have to build a little bit of a, a sort of wall around themselves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because I if they mean. if they go on the same roller coaster that the supporters are on then that's an invitation to inconsistency, up one minute, down the next, etc., etc. Yeah. And, and it's, I, I, I think back all those years to when Stuart Morgan kept United up in that first season of automatic mm. 
relegation, the famous final game against We'll talk Crew about that a little bit later dog, on blah, as well. Blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And uh, Stuart Morgan that year, 86-87, the last few months of that season, no club had ever been relegated from the Football no. League before. And, and it, was, it was like you were about to head into an abyss from, of which there was no bottom and you might never see the light of day mm. again. And the tension w- w- was, was, was dreadful. I mean, it's been dreadful again you know, in recent years. We all know it has. But Stuart that year, I remember, he, he, he just built a complete wall around the team. Mm-hmm. And no matter what setbacks they had, and they had plenty, it's almost like they were, they were almost... I don't know, what's when you can't get a disease? Um, yeah, they're immu- uh, immune. immune. Yeah. Immu- they're yeah. almost immune to the brickbats. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, in the end, of course, as we know, they pulled off some amazing results and then stayed up on the last day in the unlikeliest situation in history. But um, uh, so, uh, uh, so it's, it's a difficult one. And, yeah. and, and I just think, when you look at the league table as well, United have got 11 points. They've got mm-hmm. the same points as Solihull Moors. And then there's this tantalising gap of about five or six points yeah. to a group of teams above them. If United can cross that gap in the next month yeah. and get in amongst the Barrows and the Geisleys and the Chesters. and the, Ch- Chester are down there, aren't well, they? There you are. Yeah. Lost at home to Wrexham yeah. uh, again last Good night. Good game that was, by the way. What was, was it? That I didn't TV? see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, th- you know, I think we all feel, yep, they're competitive yeah. enough and you know, with a bit of luck and a push and a nudge that, that, they, that they might well get out of this. But it's just bridging that gap to get up amongst yeah. you know, the, 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 the clubs they're going to have to deal push with them, when, when, they, when they go. And, it, and, it's, and until they do that, there's this kind of like cloud of pressure yeah. above them at the moment. And, um, and there's a very, very tough and important game yeah. coming up against Maidstone on Saturday, of course. No, just to take you back for a moment, you were talking then about the Great Escape, the uh, the 1987 yeah. Great Escape. The first Great Escape. Now, and, I, I, and maybe still the greatest, but we'll see. Now, I heard a rumour that you might be on Netflix at some point <laughs> in the near future, David. <laughs> well, I'm expecting uh, I'm expecting a call from uh, Hollywood <laughs> later on this afternoon. Well, you actually are, aren't you? Because, <laughs> because there's, there's a, a chap who we've been talking to, nice yeah. fellow, as far as you can tell from um, emails, um, are they making a program? They're making a program the about escape. unlikely, yeah, you know, gr- great escapes, sporting great escapes, and, and somehow the, a and Hollywood the, researcher and the circumstances <laughs> of them all, uh, and and uh, United's last match escape, yeah, um, on May the ninth, nineteen eighty seven, has, has has come up with a candidate, and apparently the boss of the show. Mm-hmm. Really fancies it. They're very and, keen, and aren't they? It. Yeah, they yeah. are. So they're they're going to ring up for some for some uh, to speak to one or two of the uh, poor old farts who were there at the time. Yeah, there still, you go. They're still around. So the likes of, of, of Paul Dobson and Kenny Allen and well, Jim McNichol yeah. are going to be star, old, stars poor, of Netflix. Poor old Jim McNichol. I, I <laughs> he, this this was a, a a fine fine player. Yeah, who played hundreds <laughs> of games uh, uh, for. Uh, oh, I mustn't get it wrong. I'm not sure whether he played for Celtic or, or Rangers in Scotland. I, I can't club, get that yeah. wrong. Ipswich Town, mm-hmm. Brentford, Exeter City. Really good player. Yeah. Achieved many things in his career, but and he still, as he as he says to me through gritted teeth, whenever I see him, you know, 
I'm still known as the guy who got bit by a police dog. dog. And he and will um, be even more so with this. Well, there you but go. So we'll interesting, see what they one of the questions that the researcher asked when he, he sent the first email through is, um, is Bryn preserved anywhere? <laughs> is Bryn the police dog preserved anywhere? And I had to disappoint him. Well, I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure he isn't. Uh, I've never seen him. Yeah, I'm sure no, we would have heard we if would. he had been. If I'm a taxidermist sure, somewhere had got I'm hold sure of Bryn. I'm sure he served his time out as a police yeah. dog and... Uh, Probably went. To, I don't know whether police dogs become pets. They probably. I think they do. Yeah, I think they um, do. Yeah. And I'm sure he's passed on now. Yeah, and, must uh, Good luck to him. But um. so there you go. Look out for that. If you're a Netflix subscriber, you may just be seeing David at some point in the future. We'll we'll, we'll keep you informed we on how the production's going. We will indeed. Yeah. So back to the present. We talked about um, the arrival of a player, Jazzy Barn and Bob, uh, and the departure of a player, which did raise a few eyebrows with supporters. Um, but this James Gray is a player that, that Gary Hours knows very well, isn't he? He, he? As he said this week, I've known him since he was a baby. Mm. Um, uh, James Gray's father, Phil Gray, uh, is one of Gary Hours' best friends. They played together uh, for Sunderland right the way up through youth teams and first team at Sunderland. I hadn't twigged, of course, that James was Phil Gray's son. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, of course, he's now signed for a York City club. We've got Martin Gray as manager. No relation, right. by the way. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's worth pointing out there's a couple of parts of the equation first of all Martin Gray had James Gray at Darlington under his wing there so this isn't the first time that he's managed him secondly uh, um, uh, James Gray lives his family live well, 40 miles away something yeah. like that so I think that's all part of the equation he had a short-term contract at, uh, at United um, uh, which ran out round about Christmas time um, he's gone out on loan. He asked York expressed an interest in taking him on loan. He's gone there, and what two two and a half weeks later, they've come back and offered yeah. him a contract, which I assume is to the end of the season. And he and wants that, to go. Yeah. So, yeah. so it makes sense for it makes sense for Torquay because he, he's that's somebody off the wage bill, being mercenary about yeah. it. Yeah. I think he's a player who who um, I mean, Gary, I said this week that that, that you know. <laughs> Look, I know James Gray probably better than any other player at Torquay. Yeah. Um, uh, and he called him an honest lad, and he revealed that just before he went off to York, that James Gray had come to him and said, you know, that he could have done better um, yeah. under, under Gary Hours. Now, all right, whether he was saying that for past the time of day or not, I don't know, but I don't think so. so it's quite a genuine thing to say. Yeah, though, I mean, he scored, he, comes he, across he scored like at that. Barrow. I mean, yeah. we've seen him, the United fans have seen him do some decent stuff while he yeah. was here. Um, without being that man up front no. who's going to score 15-something goals between now and the end of the season and keep us up. But, um, but having said that, I mean, I, I, I understand all of that and I understand the, the financial reasons and moving up north, but I'm, I'm sorry to see him go because yeah. I, I do think that he was yes. he did have something more to offer us. Yeah, and I think that's why he's gone to York. Yeah. That's why Martin Gray's taken him at York to the yeah. National League North. Uh, we'll see how he gets on up there. You wait, we'll get um, him in the trophy. <laughs> Almost <laughs> We'll certainly. get him in the trophy. Um, so good luck to him. I, I think I agree with you. I think we've all of us seen glimpses of why he's been a pro for quite a few years now yeah. and, and, and played for some decent clubs. Um, and I think in different circumstances, who knows what might have happened here, but you have to deal with what is rather than what yeah. might have been, don't you? And, you do. and he's moved on and... Uh, um, if in a week or two's time Gary Hours signs the nearest thing we've seen to 
Marco Van Basten, everybody will go. Was it? Thank yeah. you very much. No, exactly so, what you're doing. There. Yeah. So uh, he's looking at a couple of trial strikers. Yes, he at the is. Moment. Yeah, he is. Um, uh, I don't think either of those will be signed in, for this weekend. Mm. Um, as I say, it, it's 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 a very difficult position to yeah. fill when you're looking for somebody serious. I mean, I, I, you know, Howard said this week. He said I could go out and sign a striker tomorrow. Uh, he'll be he'll he'll be uh, you know a another striker yeah but unless he's going to be the serious no. player that can go straight in and help us which I think Barn and Bob will do on yeah. Saturday he'll go straight into the team um, is there any point in just taking another player on on, no, on no. the way through? there is quite right no. you've, you've got Reese Murphy who I still yeah. think will, will will help the team and score goals uh, um, Gary Owls was saying he's still convinced that. Jamie Reid will, will, will yeah. at least finish in double figures this yeah. season. Yeah. Uh, one or two others need to get up there and join him. Yeah. Uh, well, Rory is going to start scoring again sooner or later. You would hope he? so. Yeah. A player that, that, that goes under the radar a bit sometimes, Josh McCoy, has yeah. scored goals at far higher levels than, yeah. than, than this. Uh, and I think we've all seen the glimpses of quality in his play. Um, you know, he needs to chip in with, you know, with yeah. one or two more. Uh, and there's John Paul Pittman, of course, isn't there? Exactly. Yeah. He's just back from injury. Yeah. He's one of the players who I think Gary Owls would quite like to go out and get some mm-hmm. some game time on loan somewhere. And you've got people like, I mean, Luke Young and George Dowling. We've both seen are perfectly capable of scoring goals yeah. from midfield. Uh, and uh, I think as as well, you know, Owls are saying, look, if we had played Halifax, Ebbsfleet, Hartlepool, and had hardly created a chance, yeah. then you'd be going, uh oh, yeah, big problems yeah. here. The fact was, they created loads of chances against Halifax, Ebbsfleet, and in the first half yeah. against Hartlepool. Um, uh, you know, so the potential is there. Uh, and going back to the point about the mates you were talking to, I, I think it's it's so tantalising. We're, we're we're almost getting to the point where we're decent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, without actually having both hands on the the rail with decent written on it. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean, and it, it is that gap. And that gap is so hard to cross because you've got to win two games more than Chester do. And, well, and that's sort of getting back to this league table just briefly. Wrexham won at Chester yeah. last night, one 0 Yeah, they've played nine. They're now up to second place. I think they've got thirty-three points. That's three times more points than United mm. have got. They've played nineteen games. How many goals have they scored? Mm. Seventeen. Yeah, that's they the same yeah. number of goals as Torquay have scored. Now, obviously, they've conceded hardly any at all. They just don't concede goals. We saw that at Playmore when they drew nil-nil down here against United, and we're happy to do it. Yeah, uh, and uh, uh, and they're there. They're in second place, thirty-three points. But it's, are, a, it's a very strangely compressed league, isn't it, this year? Eighteenth, Eastley. I think Macclesfield are now third, and somebody else, something like Bromley, are fourth. Yeah, six points cover that gap. It's so, ridiculous. Uh, uh, and, so if and we can only get into that pack... Well, there you go. I mean, nobody's trying to suggest that we should even think no. about going any higher than that. Let's get the first job done and close that gap and yeah. get in amongst the, you know, the, 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 the next group. But almost anybody could win this league, yeah. the, the, this league this season. And certainly, you don't have to be... You could be in the bottom half of the table and still go up. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, it, it seems a long way off now. But the playoff... Is down to seven. <laughs> Sorry, I said play. I used the p word there for playoff, yeah. but it's a bigger gap. Yeah, it's it's bigger it is, opening, yeah. isn't it? But you look at some of the clubs that are in the bottom half of the table at the moment: yeah. Tranmere Rovers, yeah. Leighton Orient, 
I think Hartlepool are actually going quite well now. They're probably up in the top half and just outside mm. the playoffs. But there's an awful lot of clubs there who, at the start of the season, you'd look at them and go, well, they'll be up there. They'll be walking it. But I thought no. Tranmere would walk it. But well, there you go. Everybody did, but I think. I wouldn't, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bet against Tranmere for winning no. promotion yet. Or Leighton Orient. Yeah. Or, or, I mean, they're up one, one week and down the next, aren't they? I think Leighton Orient as well are one of these clubs who are a big club at this level, mm-hmm. a bit like cliche cliche talker united yeah and i think playing at home is sometimes tough for them they, 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 they turn up at brisbane road expectant home crowd expecting them to batter all these weird and wonderful teams they've not, never heard of yeah and they lose at home and then go away from home and get results each week yeah. uh, and i think at Plainmore as well um you know ours was talking about this week he said i think teams you know come down to play more take one look at this place and actually fancy it You've, yeah. got, you've got a g- gorgeous pitch. Great pitch. You've got a terrific stadium. stadium. Good crowd. You've got a noisy crowd. Yeah. What, what's not to like? Yeah. Uh, and he said it's part of our job to make it not quite so <laughs> inviting yeah. for them. And, um, uh, you know, it, it's it's a great place to play football, play more. Uh, it's great when you're winning at, uh, if you're a Torquay player. But sometimes it can be pretty good when you're, when yeah. you're the opposition if Torquay aren't playing well. So what news from the treatment room then, Dave? That's the next thing on our, uh, um, on our agenda. I think at the moment there are only... Uh, uh, well, plus Ryan Higgins, who, who apparently has been given some compassionate leave this week. Uh, Jake Gosling's had a bit of a setback with his... That's a blow, isn't it? Because oh, he was dear. really starting to, um, um, to tick. Uh, it's, a, it's a setback. Yeah. I don't think it's any... It's major. He's got some soreness. He, he, he of course, had a broken metatarsal, which counted, has counted him out. Mm-hmm. Well, since the start of the season, yeah. effectively, I think he played what two or three games and then got hurt. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Reese Murphy won't make this week. Apart from that, everybody else is fit and training. Uh, I don't think that means that they're necessarily in Gary Hour's thoughts for the first team on Saturday, simply because so many of them have not played um, any serious no. football at all. Uh, so, so his his options are to get them a loan, get them a decent loan, or to get a friendly organised. I, mean, uh, yeah. I think that may well happen either next week or well, yeah. it won't be the following week because they've got Sutton away that week. But but I think he's trying to get a, a friendly together next week, Yeah, uh, probably behind closed doors, uh, working on that. He would love to because there's plenty of people who could do the game. And yeah. he now has enough, enough players to do it. The last one that he played a few weeks ago at Swindon, which turned into a bit of a disaster with various yeah. odd trialists and and stuff like that which fell flat on its face a bit um he said i won't go down that road again no. uh, but he said this looks much more natural now he said because straight away i can look at a sheet of paper and go bang 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 there's his team yeah um whereas he was scratching around for one or two players last time so uh, good luck to him there okay and the, the game's coming up just to run through the list of the games that are coming up it's we say this every podcast that it's a really tough week ahead, but the, you know the, the games just keep coming now, don't yeah, they? Yeah, there is no midweek game next mm. week, so that that's one thing. But you've got Maidstone at home Saturday. Um, they are big, strong. Yeah, uh, will be up for it, no doubt. They're Doing in a good all right, run, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're in a good run at the moment. So tough match. Yeah, okay, but anybody's beatable in this league, so we shouldn't lose too much sleep over that you've then got AFC filed away that's the following Saturday yeah, yeah. new new opposition for us we've yeah. never played them or been up there uh, followed by Sutton away the following midweek and then Leighton Orient at home that'll be a big game won't it Leighton oh. Orient at home that uh, kind of brings back memories of games in the 60s and the 70s doesn't Absolutely. it Absolutely, Leighton Orient yeah quite big games um, so 
you know, I think United, I, I think we all feel they're playing well enough to get results in from these yeah. people. You know, that it's not as if, you know, we're hanging on by our bootstraps and, and, and all that sort of stuff. That's not the case. We are perfectly capable of beating probably any team in this league, yeah. barring a couple on a given day. Uh, it's just a question of, of, of scoring those couple of yeah. goals. And we've talked about this before. If United can get in front... They stay in front. Uh, yeah. They, they, yeah. They, they have the ability to stay in front. Yeah. I'm not saying it will happen, but um, it, it's just whilst they're in this streak of struggling to get results and struggling to score goals, yeah. whenever the opposition get one, it's all, it, it almost it, it it does seem like turns the molehill turns into, yeah. into a bit of a mountain. You're quite right. But yeah, Maidstone should be a good game on Saturday. Yeah. Who who've Tony they Mead. got at the moment? Well, thankfully they haven't got. Uh, uh, the centre forward, who was, whose name escapes me, double-barrelled name at the moment, sorry, uh, who was sent off at Cheltenham last week. Yeah. Uh, so he, he's suspended. I will get there. What's the matter with me? I, I, I know. The sound you can hear there is, is the uh, uh, Delano Sam York. Yeah. Who, who, who scored a couple of goals at Cheltenham. Yeah. That's the, um, the notebook. The notebook was full of Talkie United material. <laughs> there, by the way, uh, is is suspended. Got sent off at, uh, at Cheltenham. But a player who uh, definitely to look out for. Zavon Hines. Yeah, uh, I saw him play when he was on loan at Bradford for uh, when we were playing Bradford yeah. in those days. Uh, he was on loan at Bradford for West Ham, and big big things were yeah. expected of him then. Obviously, hasn't quite happened, uh, but he's dropped down. He moved um, to uh, from South End, I think it was in the summer, yeah. to um, to Maidstone. Seven goals, uh, going really well. Uh, quick, strong. Uh, finally. Yeah. Starting to deliver on on talent he probably always had, but they they are a big strong side, yeah. uh, not too many airs and graces, um, and uh, United. That's, have, that's kind of how the supporters would like people to talk about Torquay. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Very good point. That you could almost uh, sum up Paul Buckle's team in the, yeah. certainly in the first season. That's with, just in what that you phrase. want from your team that's in right. this league. Don't yeah. you? A team of fighters. Okay. I should say, by the way, that notebook, you remember when Bob Monkhouse's joke books were stolen? Oh, it was yeah. a national furore. That. If that notebook of yours ever goes, it'll be headline news, by the way. There's a lot in there. Um, yeah, while we're on, on lighter matters, we need to wish a good luck to an ex-Torquay player who's playing in a World Cup playoff on we Saturday. Do. Well, he, he'll be involved. Yeah. Well, he's um, in the squad, isn't he? He's in the squad, yeah. and we're talking about Rory Fallon, of course. The ice cream man himself. Yeah, yeah. Who, 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 is, who has been summoned to Wellington, uh, back to New Zealand, where, mm -hmm. of course, he was born, uh, to, to, uh, to be part of New Zealand's World Cup qualifying yeah. tie against Peru. Uh, first leg on Saturday in Wellington. Yeah. Uh, they're talking about the biggest crowd in New Zealand's football history for, for this game. Um, and then the away game... In Peru, yeah, not sure if you're. A, oh dear, dear, that's a, that's a proper away game. It is Peru yeah. away, yeah. Uh, which I presume is probably next Tuesday They'll or Wednesday. They'll need an overnight stop. For yeah, that they one, will. They? Yes, yes. Uh, and it's other altitude issues in <laughs> I think Peru. They probably I don't are. Know. Anyway, but this is um, a great story for Rory, isn't it? Because yeah. he came to play more uh, earlier in the season. Didn't quite work out for him. No, he was having a frustrating time. Nobody more frustrated than him, I'm sure. Yeah. Not getting the games. Not getting the goals. And he was released at Playmore, and then he'll go and if he does play, he'll play in front of tens of thousands of people for his beloved Silver Ferns or, or whatever the, um, yeah. the they call the New Zealand team. A fantastic story for Rory Fallon. Well, he he came to Torquay 
saying that he still hadn't given up hope of because of course he's played many many times for New yeah. Zealand and scored some hugely important goals for them earlier in his career there's a famous goal against Bahrain that actually got them to the World Cup in South Africa I think, I think it was, was yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so and at 35 um, he'd had a pretty lean time at Truro last year mm-hmm. came to play more under Kevin Nicholson uh, uh, clearly not match fit and 100% fit working away trying to get fit when you're that age you often do pick up annoying yeah. little niggles which he duly did uh, never made a huge impression at Playmore did his best to help out in the circumstances ended up at Dorchester Town recently did he? And, I didn't realise that yeah, and yeah. that's who, he, yeah. who he's playing for that's his club side at the moment yeah. Dorchester Town and he's actually picked up an injury there as well and, and uh, yeah. Steve Thompson the new Dorchester manager wasn't expecting him to be available for a week or two but he's been included in the squad and jumped on a plane to New Zealand and um, I dare say groin strain or not or whatever the injury is he's had he'll, if called upon he'll chuck himself around that's fabulous, uh, uh, um, the stadium in Wellington to see if he can uh, give New Zealand a bit of an edge against Peru but uh, good luck to him and that game happens on Saturday isn't Saturday, it? we'll have yeah. to keep an eye on that it'll yeah. be on some obscure satellite channel somewhere you'll Definitely. probably be able to watch that Yeah, because uh, uh, there's enough New Zealand exiles around the world yeah, who want right. to tune into that isn't there so, yeah. so no, good luck to him and, and well stranger things have happened, things have happened. It's a, <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say it's a funny old game then yeah. in which case I would have had to ban you from the podcast yeah. forevermore so that, that I think brings us to the end of the agenda today yeah. um, uh, Big game Saturday. Big game Saturday. Big game Saturday. 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 And off. there'll be another one the following Saturday, and so on, and yeah. so on, and so on, until United crack this. Um, uh, uh, I, Maidstone deserved their win at Cheltenham mm-hmm. last week, by all accounts. Uh, they've got a mixture of physical strength and a bit of pace. Um, uh, but United are playing perfectly okay yeah. at the moment. Uh, um, let's forget that second half. A flat second half yeah. against Hartlepool. Oh, it was um, an awful second half yeah. against Hartlepool. Uh, yeah. And, of course, a horrendous deflection for the Hartlepool yeah. second goal. All these sort of things are Pretty, thrown yeah. into the mix, yeah. aren't they? But United, that, that's that's like you know useless chatter, isn't it? And uh, they've got to get out there yeah. and get get a result or two in the next few weeks. And if they can do, um, you know, I'm sure hopefully we'll be sitting here... Um, a little bit more confident and a little bit next week, Dave. next week so Absolutely. Uh, fingers crossed indeed thank you very much for joining us this has been the uh, the Herald Express Devon Live Yellow Army Talk United podcast again I'm not sure I really ought to write that down to um, get them in the in the right order I think it's better that you get them in the different order it's all, each week it's uh, um, it's a bit like that sign for faulty towers isn't <laughs> <Yeah>. it <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be at all surprised if some of our podcast listeners don't have a drinking game based on what order we're going to get this in but uh, there you go thank you for joining us and as ever we finish with come on you yellows